Hello and welcome back to Healthy Vibrations, a platform that brings together change makers, trailblazers who are here to effectuate our youth. And today we have Austin Tanny with us, who's an energy healer. I am big on energy, so I'm glad I could uh, get a hold of Austin to come and speak to our youth. So stay tuned because we're going to hear a whole lot of things on how do we clear stress on a deeper level through energy healing. Now, Austin is a, he's a registered respiratory therapist for over 12 years. And then he decided to study healing and metaphysics since 2018. He has a wife, three kids, and an orange cat. And he's based in Hawaii. Did I get that right, uh, Austin? You're based in Hawaii, yeah. right? Perfect. And today, his goal and our goal is to get people better is to understand how does Austin get people better without medication or surgeries. And he says that he can actually work with a person who's going into a surgery and through energy healing, prevent the surgery from happening. So Austin, welcome to our show. Well, thank you for having me. You are speaking to youth, who I think this generation particularly is into energy healing and creating an impact. Yeah, you hear great. the word toxic a lot, like from 13 year olds. Yesterday I was coaching a 13 year old and she turns around and says, oh my God, my school is so toxic. So the word is out there. People understand, this youth understands what toxicity is and how energy healing can help. So Austin, tell us a little bit about yourself. I've given you a brief in introduction, but we'd love to hear from you. Give us your background. Tell us how you got into this and why do you do this? Yeah. Um, so my name is Austin and um, I've created my company, Bringing Balance Back, um, for a couple of reasons. One would be um, my dad had lung cancer, and, but he never smoked a day in his life. And, you know, we tried everything Western medicine had to offer. Um, but, you know, eventually he passed away when I was 30 years old. And that put me into a depression. And I didn't understand emotions at that point, you know. So I, I um, started just not wanting to feel that way, right? So, you know, I started looking towards alcohol, you know, substances, just to not get that feeling anymore, right? And I think that's pretty common with people, you know. They want to get away from a feeling. So, you know, they find different things to make them feel different. So... You know, and then I realized that there was something going on with me because I didn't feel okay naturally. So I tried again, everything Western medicine had to offer. I tried, you know, counseling, psychology, psychiatry, antidepressants, and, you know, none of that stuff really helped me. So I decided I'm, I'm going to start searching on my own. And, you know, I was, I was lucky enough to find a couple amazing healers who um, really had great results with their clients. And just spending a little bit of time with them, I felt better. And then I realized, like, why aren't we doing this, you know, in the hospitals? You know, we should bring this stuff to the hospitals. There's yeah. no pills. There's no medication. There's no surgery. And you feel better. So once I learned how to clear my own emotions and patterns and beliefs, um, and one, once I found out what was possible with healing, it wasn't just, you know, feeling bad. It's also you can heal from different diseases or, you know, things going on with your body. And once I found out what was possible, I, I wanted to give people an alternative to all the pills and medications out there. I wanted to, you know, show people that you can heal. You can heal from a lot of things, you know. I mean, we don't even need to tell our body to heal. It's already trying to heal. 
right? If I cut my arm, I don't need to tell my arm, hey, heal, it's time to heal. No, it just starts scabbing over, right? And then eventually I forget that cut is there. You know, our body's always trying to heal. So, but if it was a deeper cut, right, I'm deeper wound, then maybe I need a little intervention, right? So now I need to clean the wound, you know, maybe stitch it up a little bit. But again, my body's trying to heal. So it heal and eventually I would forget it's there. So same thing with emotional things, right? So um, there's, if there's a lot of children on here, kids listening to this, teenagers or whatnot, <clears throat> you you probably have a lot of emotions coming up, right? And you're you're wondering like, how do I deal with all this stuff, these feelings and whatnot? So what I found is a lot of these things, these charges, right, can come from our past, right? We can have these charges created from when we're actually children. Like if we had difficult emotional situations growing up, right, that would be like a deeper wound on our arm where we need a little intervention, okay? And that way we can feel normal again or feel good again. So emotional things are just like physical things where if it's just something, you know, that happens during your day, someone's a little mean to you, you can be like, oh, maybe they're just having a bad day and brush it off, right? No problem. Your body, your nervous system will heal. But let's say it's a little bit deeper emotional wound, right? Maybe your parents got a divorce at a young age. Maybe your, your parents weren't really paying attention to you because they were preoccupied with other things, right? Could be uh, maybe there was a lot of substance or alcohol, you know, or a lot of, you know, violence in the home, right? Those all can add to your nervous system and those things can be triggered. So that's where we need intervention, right? Those are deeper emotional wounds, just like the cut on the arm. But once you clear that stuff out of your nervous system, you can start feeling great again. You can start seeing the world differently. Things don't trigger you and, you know, you can just enjoy life. So um, that's how I help people. And when, you know, I explain this to people that, you know, your physical dis-ease and your mental dis-ease come from the same place. It, it all comes from the same place. There's no disconnection between mind and body, right? Your body is an extension of your mind. You can even call it your subconscious mind. Your body is your subconscious mind. And all these emotions that we pick up through our life get stored in our body. And what I help people do is realize that, that connection between their body and mind and how to start releasing the stress from their body, which in turn releases stress from the mind. Correct. Now I have a bunch of questions coming to my mind, but I'm yeah. gonna go slow and I'm gonna go in order. So yeah. firstly, we have a lot of our youth over here who are probably listening to this. You mentioned childhood trauma. So if somebody came to you with childhood trauma, let's say at an age of 20, 22, how long do you think it takes through energy healing to clear that childhood trauma? So it's a good question. It, it really depends. You know, how long was the trauma? How deep was the wound? You know, how much do we have to unwind, right? But what I'm noticing is within two sessions, we can have leaps and gains from how you feel with that childhood trauma. And within maybe a 75 and a one hour session, we can clear a lot of stuff up. So what happens is your nervous system is overloaded, right? With all this stuff, right? With this, this trauma from your past. And then you easily get triggered, right? And usually, usually people with a lot of emotional distress in their body or feeling, you know, a certain way, they're either really angry or they're really sad, right? You notice um, people are really depressed or they're really angry and they, they'll, they'll be very reactive 
in one way or another, right? And that's how you know somebody's carrying a lot, where you know you say something that where you didn't even mean to be mean or anything, and it just comes out. Something comes out, and you're like, "Whoa, where did that come from?" Right? That is that part of them looking to be healed, right? That reaction. So once we can clear what happened in the past and out of the nervous system, a nervous system can regulate, and then when those things happen in the future, it won't feel as big because your nervous system is clear again. And you have to continuously do it. I mean, after you've done it once, then if you if you continuously do it, because I believe everybody should do energy healing at least once a month because we accumulate baggage and layers, right? Right. So I have a lot of clients that see me monthly. Um, and usually what happens is in the first you know few sessions, we clear up all the stuff from their past. So, you know, all the inner child stuff they might have picked up. That's the big stuff usually because that was like years ago and they're still carrying the nervous system. Um, a good way to check in on if you need to do any kind of inner child work is just think of a memory in the past that was stressful. You know, you could go all the way back to ages, you know, that you can remember like four to seven ish. And if you feel a negative sensation in the body, a tightness, a heaviness, a pain, a discomfort somewhere in your body, just by thinking about that, that means that needs to be released out of you. If that makes sense. Now that I can swear because I did one session with Austin and I could feel it in my feet. And yeah. uh, he cleared it. He cleared it and I could see the difference in in how my feet felt that very minute and the next day. So yes, it definitely works. Right. Um, so. so now we have a lot of youth out there who uh, struggle with anxiety which is a big one nowadays. And that's primarily due to social media. And you can't blame the generation. They've grown up with the phone. They, they don't know anything else now, but that also has its pros and cons. And it does give a lot of anxiety. So how do you think it can help with releasing anxiety? Yeah, so you know, anxiety is really common. You know, it's, um, anxiety can, is usually not feeling the emotion you're supposed to feel. You're like blocking that emotion that you're supposed to feel. So um, what I do with anxiety is I find the belief causing that trigger feeling that you don't want to feel, right? So once you clear that belief, then that, that anxiety will not be triggered because you're, you process that other emotion under it that you're not letting yourself feel. So a good example would be like, really common beliefs that I see in people is I'm just not good enough, right? I'm inadequate. I'm unworthy. I don't deserve it, right? These are all very common beliefs that I see in people, especially probably, you know, kids growing up, right? When, and you, you, you create these beliefs by thoughts concentrated upon or feelings concentrated upon turn into concepts or beliefs in your body. The charge is created. So I'll give you a good example. So if let's say you're in PE class, right? Maybe you're not the fastest in your class, right? Maybe you're maybe you're almost at the end of your class for some, you know, whatever exercise they're doing. You might think about that. Oh, you know, I'm I'm just not as fast as these other kids, right? And then you think about it more, and then you create a charge around the idea of I'm just not good enough. But it's not part of your identity. You've just created a charge on an idea about yourself, right? So when you think about it, it's just a feeling that you picked up and you think is part of you, but it's not part of your true identity. It's just an outfit you decided to pick up. Okay. So that's where I help people. These outfits you pick up, you know, either in 
elementary, from your parents, middle school, wherever, teachers, whatever, about yourself that you think is true are usually not, if, especially if they're negative. I say it's kind of like, you know, when you have a computer, right? You know, when the computer has been living long enough, you're going to pick up some viruses, malware, spyware. It's going to start slowing it down, right? That's kind of like negative beliefs about yourself, okay? You also have positive beliefs about yourself, right? You know, maybe we can say that's more like Word, Excel, PowerPoint, right? Where you can just open up that and then it'll give you some, some positive stuff, right? So these beliefs that we pick up about ourselves are are not really true. So when you're born, you got no beliefs about yourself, right? They call it the infinite I am, right? Yeah, you don't think you're not good enough when you're born. You're just born. You're just there, right? But then we're growing up, we're having experiences, our parents, teachers, friends, or whatever. Then it turns into, oh, I am this, I am that, I am good, I am bad, blah, 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 right? But when you think about those negative beliefs, where do they come from, right? Where, where, what was the experience that created that belief? And guess what? It's not true. It's just a feeling. There is no measurement for good enough. There's no measurement for not good enough, right? It's just a feeling. So once you learn how to release that feeling, then you can feel normal again. You can be back to your, your true identity, you know, which is that infinite being. So when you come in and you heal, you heal because the body, as you said, is ready to heal, right? So it's ready to let go of that belief. Uh, so you wipe out the old belief system and you take them back to their original self. Right. Is that right? right. Yep. And you raise their vibration. Right. So if you think about it this way, like your anxiety, when, when does it get triggered, right? Probably before you have to do a presentation, right? Or if you're going to have to meet a certain group of people, maybe, or, you know, a teacher that you didn't like, right? So what happens once you clear that feeling right then the anxiety just kind of goes away so and that's just how we work brilliant. that's just how we work oh brilliant brilliant that can really work with our youth so everybody listening to this i think um austin's based in hawaii i think he's amazing and uh, every youth should try the energy healing session because the one thing that we all struggle with is anxiety and it really steps up it really stops us from stepping up and stepping into our full potential so try it. Now, um, can you give us a real life story, Austin, on how you can help our youth in uh, who are struggling with relationships? Because you often hear that um, relationships are very toxic, people are very toxic, and in general, people are struggling with relationships. So what can you tell our youth on how to manage these relationships? How can they better it? And how can you help them heal it? Heal it? Yeah. So, you know, there's all different kinds of relationships, right? Relationships with your parents, relationships with a girl or a boy, relationships with your teacher. And, you know, all these relationships, you know, start from yourself, right? So we need to have a good relationship with ourselves. That's, the, that's the, the big thing. And a lot of times, you know, we don't have good relationships with other people is because we're carrying some outfits, right? A lot ourselves. So maybe, uh, you know, you feel unworthy to, you know, talk to somebody. Or maybe you feel like, I don't deserve to talk to this group of people. Or, you know, whatever that feeling may be, once you start clearing those feelings and you're back to your true self, relationships become easier, right? You're able to be yourself. And that's, you know, that's that's really important. You know, a lot of people are trying to be something that they're not, right? They're, they see on TV, they want to be this, they want to be that. But, you know, at our at our core being, our true identity is very, very peaceful, very joyful, and very confident, you know, and... A lot of people kind of almost fake it, 
and but underneath they're not feeling <laughs> that way right they're wearing the they're trying to mask the feeling that they have underneath and that's incongruence right so incongruence um really shows when you're trying to have a relationship with somebody right if you're incongruent with them they're going to be they don't they're not going to feel right you know hanging out with you because they feel like who is this like what is this mask that i'm talking to right but once you you know clear out those things that you're not and you feel congruent and just naturally confident and you're talking to people they'll be like oh this person feels more genuine right and then you can have a good relationship you know and then you know you know who to connect to and who not to connect to because you don't want to be connected to a bunch of masks, right? You want to have genuine connections with people and great relationships. So um, the way I help people have good relationships is first, have a good relationship with, their, with themselves. Know that, you know, that they can feel good without anything on the, on the outside. They can just feel good naturally. So I love the way you described it. I love the analogies that you give, the masks and the outfits that we wear. So this is all interrelated. As you work with anxiety, as you work with relationships, you help youth realize who they are, what they're worth, help them get rid of these outfits that they've been wearing so they can be more authentic and form authentic relationships. Yeah. Now, tell us about confidence. How can you help them with confidence? Confidence. So... Confidence is, you know, really big as, you know, when you're growing up, of course, you know, I remember, you know, I had bouts of, you know, think being unconfident and confident, you know, kind of depending, it usually would be depend on my experience, right? So if I'm doing well in a sport, you know, I feel very confident, right? If I'm not doing well in class, I feel very unconfident, right? Because I'm letting that external dictate how I feel. But for confidence, in our natural state as human beings, we're very peaceful, very confident, and very loving, you know, so... Confidence doesn't need to come from something outside of you. It's something that you naturally feel. So once you take off all the outfits of who you're not, you become confident naturally. And I've seen that again and again and again and again, where once we cleared all those feelings, you know, oh, it's, I don't feel safe. You know, I have fear of this. You know, I'm, I'm unworthy. All these stuff comes up, comes out. And then usually my clients are like, oh my gosh, I feel joy. You know, where's this coming from? I feel, I feel strength. You know, I feel peace. And I tell them, guess what? That's your true identity. That's how you should feel naturally. You just had a lot of outfits on. We just got to take those outfits off. <laughs> now, I know we mentioned in the beginning that you help people with before they go into surgeries and medicine and all of that. Give us a real life example of someone that you've helped who had to go into a major surgery or had a major ailment and how you got them out of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a, you know, bunch of different things that come to mind, but one that came to mind when you said surgery was I had a client who had a, a pinched nerve in their neck. Okay. <clears throat> and I went to the doctor. The doctor said, Oh, you got to go see a neuro neurologist. This is very close to your spine. So they sent them to a neurologist, which is, you know, the brain and spine doc. And the neurologist said, oh, you need, we need to do surgery. It's, it's, you know, it could impede your spine. You know, it could, could cause issues. So we got to cut into your body and take out whatever's blocking it. And then, you know, that's your only option that you have. So this gentleman came to me because he heard that I do some, some healing work. And all we did was clear the emotion that was trapped in his neck. So I had him connect to his neck. So I don't heal anybody. I teach people how to heal themselves, by the way. So I had him connect to his neck. So he felt connected to his neck, you know, felt into it. And then we just started releasing. 
releasing, releasing, releasing. In about 50 minutes, he had full range of motion, no pain in his neck. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. And we, yeah, we didn't, we didn't, I didn't touch him. I just showed him how to release this emotional, mental stress from his body. That's all we did. We just released for about 50 minutes. And, um, I'm sure and he had full motion in his neck. Full, wow. full, full range of you're motion. Gonna, no you're going to put the doctors and medicine out of business very soon. <laughs> do you do you connect with hospitals? I mean, I I don't know if energy work has gone that far, but it would be good to connect with hospitals, right? And doctors. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they'll be your best friends. <laughs> right, right. So I mean, you know, there there is a place, you know, for Western medicine, you know, um, so you know, if you break a bone, please, you know, go go to the ER, get it set, put a cast on it, you know, let it heal. Um, but you know, for a lot of the chronic things, I think energy healing um can really help people you know, avoid a lot of things like, you know, dysfunction, dis-ease in the body before it happens, right? So um, we have this nerve in our body. It's called the vagus nerve, right? It comes out of the, off the top of our spine, comes behind the oral pharynx, you know, touches every single organ on the way down, right? And the interesting thing about this nerve is it's touching every single organ, right? And that's your main stress pattern nerve. So stress can cause any organ to start failing, right? Because you're not having that correct nerve flow to that organ or whatnot. And also, I'll tell you an interesting thing. The nerves behind the oral pharynx, right? From the vagus nerve, if you look at a picture, if you want to look it up, um, there's a bunch of nerves that come behind the voice box. And you probably heard, you know, religious people or, you know, different spiritual things do long hums like om and stuff, right? They're not just making the sound for fun. They're actually giving themselves an inner massage. So if you guys want to do some humming sometime, it'll kind of clear your vagus nerve. So, the chanting and stuff. I mean, we do OM. I'm a yoga practitioner, so we do OM after every yoga session. Uh, and I also have an OM tattoo, by the way. Uh, but <laughs> yes, the chanting. Yeah. Like a lot yeah. of people chant, and that's really massaging your own. Excellent. Yeah. That's beautiful, mm -hmm. right? Oh, this is so amazing. I can go on and on. And I'm going to have a session myself with Austin. So everybody listening to it, um, Go ahead, and if you're really struggling with something, um, look into energy healing. It's real. Um, and we have uh, Austin, who's actually studied medicine and then got into healing. So, yes, uh, it can really help. Now, closing question, Austin. How can it help a youth from, in the, from deciding what they want to do, can, if it can? Like a lot of children, a lot of youth struggle with which direction do we want to go in? What do we want to do in our future? Like they're confused. Do you think right. it can help with that? Yes, yes. So I, I do think it, it can help with that. So there's a lot of different, you know, feelings that we get, you know, when we think about certain things about our future. Sometimes, you know, just the uncertainty itself, right? It's like, I don't know, you know, I don't know what I want to do. Um when when you do energy healing and you start clearing these negative beliefs about yourself right it'll give you a lot more clarity on what you want to do and then you'll realize that you know stuff that you want to do just try it out just get your feet wet go and do it make some mistakes go live right and that's that's what this life it gives is about. you confidence right so you have a confidence a natural confidence to go out there Get yourself out there and just try things because you never know until you try, just like food, right? So, you know, yeah. then you'll find, you know, what you kind of want to want to do in life or how you want to serve because all jobs is a, some kind of service. And you got to think of it like that. So 
if once you choose what kind of service you want to bring the world and you really enjoy it, then, you know, life comes fun. It becomes fun. You don't need to become, you know, a, a lawyer, a doctor, you know, what, what a lot of people just tell you you should be because it makes a lot of money. Um, you can make a lot of money doing something you enjoy. You can do something that you enjoy. So, so this is like all working? interlinked. This is all interlinked, right? It's you get rid of your anxiety, you get rid of all the outfits, all your belief systems, you get rid of your depression and your, uh, you know, uh, childhood trauma, and all of a sudden there's clarity, and you know what you want, and you know, you you know what can make you money and have fun. So, yeah, this is, and I'm sure it's very gratifying, right? For you, it's very gratifying to help people um, recognize who they are. Yeah, it's through the really, healing process. It's really wonderful, you know, when when their true self emerges, you know, um, and then they realize, you know, wow, all those feelings weren't me. They were just outfits that I picked up in life, you know, and I can feel good. My body can function great all the time. I can have this mental clarity. I can learn new things. You know, these things, these thoughts and feelings aren't holding me back from having great relationships. It's not holding me back from doing great in school. It's not holding me back from uh, working on my body or whatever it may be that that you want to achieve, you know, and you know, I really hope that this work that I'm doing, you know, kind of gets out there. I, I I'm gonna put together, you know, some some classes, some courses, you know, so other people can really understand this stuff and um, really help people start taking off those outfits, you know, who they're not. Absolutely. Let us know about the courses and uh, that you put together. I'm sure our youth would be interested because this generation and I study this generation, uh, they're all about creating an impact, creating change. So and working on themselves. Yeah. It's sad that they struggle with a whole lot of anxiety because of social media and all the technology that's around us. But um, they're definitely more willing to look at themselves a little more authentically. Oh, uh, can I share one more thing uh, with the youth? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I just wanted to share something a little bit about social media because it's very popular, right? So, you know, social media is, I think it's great. You know, there is some positive things to it. But there's one thing that kind of um, bothers me. And, you know, I'm afraid, you know, for my kids as they're growing up about social media. So the, the one thing that bothers me is when you're scrolling, you know, through your reel or whatnot, you see all your friends or whatnot, and they always post the things that they're doing, the things that are really fun, you know, the great food they're eating, right? Yeah. And then what happens is you turn into this, oh, I wish I was doing that. I wish I was doing that. I wish I was doing that. And what happens is it makes you feel very small. It makes you feel like you're lacking things in your life, right? So in order to get out of that lack feeling, you need to start looking towards gratitude. Look in yes. your life. What do I have? I have a roof over my head. You know, I have food to eat every day. I have parents that care for me. You know, and look at all the things you have. And what happens there is it puts you in a state of gratitude. And your brain, whatever you feed it, it will start filtering for that. So just remember that. Whatever you fil uh, feed your brain, it'll start filtering for that. So if you're feeding your brain all the things that you have, you will feel abundant, right? You'll feel like, wow, look at all this stuff I have, you know. And everything extra will feel like, wow, you know, I'm, 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 I'm getting even more, you know, out of this beautiful life, right? So kind of kind of catch yourself if you feel like, oh, I wish, I wish, I wish, because what you're training your brain is to see more of what I wish I could have. Right. And that yes. feels very small. It's not, you know, it's not a great place to be. So shift that. Look at for the things that you're grateful for in your life. And then your brain Absolutely. will start being like, look at this. I have this. I have that. So 
Absolutely, absolutely. Gratitude turns what you have into enough. And you won't come from a place of scarcity, you will come from a place of abundance and you'll start attracting more. So think about what you have, like Austin said, that's so well said, Austin. Think of what you have, be grateful for what you have, wake up every morning and just be grateful and you'll see your day will go completely different and you'll attract more opportunities, you'll open up more, your vibration will increase, so yes. Thank you, uh, Austin. I could go on talking to you about it, but in the interest of time, I do have to uh, stop. But thank you for being with us. It was a great pleasure to have you. And I'm sure with this podcast, a lot of youth listening to it, I do hope reach out to Austin. And uh, he does do sessions from Hawaii. They're online. You don't have to go anywhere. You just have to be in front of your computer. So reach out to him and I will put his uh, coordinates and his social media on uh, on the podcast. Lovely having you, Austin. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.